episode 243 for May 5th, 2020. Happy Cinco de Mayo. I'm Rob. <laughs> that is not the name of the podcast. <laughs> what? That's I think the name you missed of the, the Two Cents Radio in there. What did I say? You said, welcome to Rob, Nico, and Danny. Did I really? Uh, Nick, am I wrong? You know, I was just so hung up on the fact did that it? he still hasn't used my name. I actually missed it. I was just I was just thinking, why does he keep calling me Danny? How long does he want to beat this dead horse? <laughs> because it still says Danny on the on the show thing. Did I fuck it up? Yes, of course you did. Oh my Start God. it over. Let's start over. No, we keep worrying about where we brought <laughs> no, our I didn't, games, I didn't say stop the recording. I said start over. <laughs> uh, All right, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> It, even more. You're listening to Two Cents Radio with Rob, Nico, and Nick. To episode 243 for Cinco de Mayo 2020. Watch your tone, young man. Watch your tone. I hope uh, This is Nick <laughs> I hope we go back to the, listen to this After we're done recording And if it comes to find out I did it right the first time It probably just cut out on my end But no oh my I'm pretty god. sure you fucked it up I'm almost positive Oh my god I hope I hope it's right Something sounded off I don't know I, I couldn't put my finger on it But something did sound off the first time And, part and the second me, time too Although I think it was a little more obvious Part of me wants to just stop my backup recording That I have going And go back and replay the very beginning of the show <laughs> Go so for we, it we have, a so, ba- we have a backup going Are you sure? Yeah Okay Yes, this call is being recorded. All right. (laughs) Famous last words. Rewind. Here's the beginning of the show again, people. (laughs) For the third time. (laughs) For the third time. Here we go. We're going to do a live reaction here. Boy, this this music sucks. (laughs) (laughs) I love our music. I hate listening to myself. You're listening to Rob, Nico, and Danny. (laughs) For May 5th, 20. Oh, shit. Vindication! (laughs) Oh, my God. Yes! You've been exonerated. Yes! (laughs) Bringing my A game today, people. Well, that makes three of us. A game is being brought, baby. There we go. That sucks that I screwed that up that bad. No, it doesn't. It killed five minutes of our podcast. <laughs> this is content, baby. Content. Uh, yeah, man. It's hard right. to come by these days. It is. <laughs> Especially man. on the internet. Not enough content on the internet these days. <laughs> well, ha- well, happy Cinco de Mayo. Yeah. yeah. What are you guys doing for, for the old well, I mean, we, drinko? We, we've beat coronavirus, so party on. Corona, right? Yeah. <laughs> 
I'm I mean, gonna cough into some old ladies' mouths today. <laughs> so just just directly. Yeah. You're just gonna like like it's like hold their necks there. gently and just <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, how else to show affection towards your grandmother? I didn't have to do that. Well, our economy is back open here in Nebraska, so every we've obviously beat coronavirus. It's gone. Yeah, I think that's safe to say. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, you're one of the first states to like completely reopen now, right? So there, I, there, there's nothing off limits anymore. Well, so supposedly the bars are supposed to be closed unless you're serving food. Mm-hmm. So they can serve alcohol as long as they're serving food. Right. Okay. And uh, <laughs> okay. So okay. how how does one define food? Like does like peanuts? I don't know. I don't. Maybe. Who's gonna stop them? What's the difference exactly? Well, it's I th- like the difference between a, a just a straight bar and a restaurant bar, right? Is the idea? Yeah, but why would that like stymie the spread of Corona though? Well, we've beat Corona. No, I, I get that. Obviously, we've established that, but <laughs> we're talking about now the difference between a, a restaurant bar and a regular bar. Why would restaurant bars be less dangerous than regular bars? Is it, is it like a dry state? Well. So, we've beat Corona. I don't know if you've heard this. Right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. uh, we're over Corona. Are you just quoting the governor? We've beat Corona. Um, <laughs> I mean, it was all a left-wing conspiracy anyway to try to keep right. the man down. Naturally. Do you hear Fauci was the guy that started it? Right. Yeah, he made the Corona, right? Yeah. yeah that's what they're saying. The Fauci actually flew to Wuhan himself back in november and uh and no mix sh- the cocktail together and do not tell me that's real and then coughed into an old lady's mouth exactly <laughs> there was a story that I, I don't know i think glenn beck was talking about it yesterday uh, that, great. Uh, right because so that's how you know it's true and um yeah i guess fauci his organization sent funding to the wuhan lab so, I mean, the short you know, the more, is that Fauci on, started the virus. The more I'm hearing about this, though, who didn't? <laughs> it sounds like everybody and their grandmother was funding that lab. That's a great point. Right? I mean, I'm reading everybody. You yeah, know what my mother did this week? Oh, God. She, she sent funding to the lab? <laughs> <laughs> she sent a check to Wuhan. <laughs> Actually, a money order. <laughs> yeah, I, don't, I still don't know what that is. Um, but uh, <laughs> You don't know what a money order is? <laughs> Is that what you're saying? I'm that not was, rehashing this story again. That was from a year ago. <laughs> How do you not? Not rehashing. Not rehashing. Not rehashing. Okay. My right. mother ordered face masks uh, from China with like Chinese lettering on it. Oh my God. <laughs> like it's like not like just made in China, like just in small print on the back. She like ordered the cloth masks and the label was like in Chinese text. Oh, wow. You better hope that you better hope they only coughed on the front of them. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> exactly. No, uh, I, you know it does. I mean, at this point, it doesn't matter where the masks are made. The fucking disease is everywhere. Yeah. Yeah, I know. So, I just thought that it was kind of ironic. That's all. <clears throat> no, yeah, we, my mother had really exercised her irony muscles. <laughs> we here in Nebraska have pretty much reopened again. Going back to bars versus restaurants, I guess the gist of it is. Uh, If you have a sit down, like if you have a menu and can order burgers and fries and, you know, whatever, you can serve alcohol with that. But Mm. 
uh, you're not supposed like some places are just strictly a bar where you go in and drink. And that's yeah, I also imagine it's a lot harder to abide by the social distancing guidelines in a bar setting. Yeah. At least when I picture like your typical dive bar. Right. right. And that's all we have here. Yeah. And restaurants, I've heard like, you know, they're basically allowing uh, a lot of states are allowing restaurants to open at like 50 percent capacity uh, as long as I think table numbers have to be below 10 tables have to be six feet apart from each other. Mm -hmm. That kind of deal. Yep. Yeah. I think I think our table numbers have to be below six here. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. You know, I was saying this before the show and you guys told me to hold. But um, just today I was reading an article about all 50 states and where they're at uh, in terms of uh, lockdown measures and easing those restrictions. And I came across Nebraska and I learned the governor's name. By the way, this is something I always do now when I read an article about the world or the country. I'll always check in on Nebraska because Rob is there. (laughs) Thanks. I I never used to. Nebraska, I used to scroll right through it in these articles. (laughs) Definitely a flyover state. (laughs) By the way, (laughs) even even when reading articles, we're a flyover state. Right. I'm dying even more right now because I just clicked on his Twitter profile and I saw the top tweet pinned. Uh, and it is the funniest thing I've ever fucking read in my life. A, first of all, all right. he's a fucking cue ball. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he's bald. Completely bald. No facial oh, I hair. That was his name. No. <laughs> no. Okay. He he just he he looks like a cue ball. His head looks like yep. a cue ball. Right, so you ready for this? The most Nebraska sounding name, Nico. You <laughs> ready? Suspense is killing me. Governor Pete Ricketts. <laughs> Governor Ricketts. <laughs> Governor Ricketts, which is a disease, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> Spelled differently, but... <sighs> and here's his pinned tweet. <laughs> Go to testnebraska.com and take our quick five-minute coronavirus assessment today. Let's cr- hashtag crush the curve, Nebraska. <laughs> Crush that curve because we're Nebraska strong, right? We're not. We're not just. We're not just like beating the curve. We're crushing it. We are crushing it it like a twelve pack of Coors Light. (laughs) Right. That's what we are doing here in Nebraska. I also love this idea that you can just go to testnebraska.com and and answer some questions, and they're like, "You don't have the coronavirus." (laughs) Like, no wonder they're crushing that curve. All of their tests are anecdotal. And the thing is, you have to put in some serious personal information. Like, the first screen is name, Why do you address. need me to measure my penis, Governor <laughs> yeah. Ricketts? I don't understand. Uh, it's shrinkage, I swear. Shrinkage. <laughs> we're, 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 we're tracking the shrinkage for corona. <laughs> oh, yeah, that is a symptom. I don't know if you realize that, fellas. <laughs> it's a symptom. Was it you guys telling me about corona toe? Have you heard about this? Yeah, I've heard about this. Michaela, uh, so my girlfriend notoriously hates feet. Hates them. <laughs> hates them. Boy, notoriously? I, this fe- yeah, this feels, like, them. Oh this feels like a story that you learned the hard way. <laughs> no, I mean, it's just like, she doesn't like people barefoot. She doesn't like feet, you know? Uh, but um, right. she's been following coronavirus stuff, like reading articles and stuff, because she's also a hypochondriac. <laughs> <laughs> Um, <laughs> she's in the background. She's like getting ready to beat me with a stick for talking about her. Um, no, but she kept you're just getting articles. Stick your feet in her face and she'll die. <laughs> yeah. yeah, she kept Fine. getting articles popping up for this coronavirus foot, and it would show pictures of like feet that are like enlarged and red and swollen. And she was like freaking out. She hates it so much. I don't blame her. It's disgusting. 
That's a thing that ha- people's feet are becoming swollen because of yeah. the coronavirus. Yeah. Yeah. They call it. I mean, I've heard it called Corona toe because your big toe starts to swell up first and it gets sore and you can't even hardly walk because your foot's so sore. That is definitely the worst symptom I've heard so far. <laughs> That's horrible. I think the loss of, a loss of taste and smell would be awful. I think death nah. <laughs> might be the worst symptom. <laughs> nah. Nick, first, there are things worse than death. Oh, <laughs> and I think it's, yeah, I think the ability not to taste Oreos is is worse. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I think I'll put that one ahead. <laughs> I guess you can still taste Oreos when you're dead, so that's a fair point. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's, that's the last taste that you get before you you enter the pearly gates. <laughs> um, I, yeah, man. I, I just I am really tired of the the conspiracy theory though with associated with coronavirus. So tired of hearing. Which what one? F- which one? Yeah, just any the of them. Towers. Just any of them. Oh, it's not that bad. It's a left-wing conspiracy to try to bring down the president. Oh, it's a conspiracy to try to raise beef prices. Oh, none of the farmers are getting any Dude, of the money. Duh. I can prove to you. I can prove to you it's not a conspiracy in one fell swoop. You ready for this? Yes. Oil prices are fucking bomb right, right now. Right. There's point. never been a conspiracy where oil prices have come down. No. Great point. That right, is so. literally all the Illuminati cares about. Yeah. Right. When the Illuminati <laughs> brainstormed this thing. I mean, they they had to have seen this coming. Right. Yeah. yeah no way. Yeah. I got dude. it for a dollar forty-five the other day. I got a guess. Dollar <sighs> forty. It's a dollar fifty, and then when I go to Kroger and I use my Kroger cash back, I get that dollar dollar thirty. Too good. Ah. It's. It, there we have one gas station it's it's not really nearby for me but it's it's local enough that my parents will go to it they paid under a dollar oh amazing nine cents it's like the 40s dude yeah dude, even our parents paid more when they were in college for yeah. gas than we're paying right now yep that's insane no question <laughs> and the other thing the other thing is these fucking car insurance companies giving cash back because nobody's on the fucking road <laughs> right yeah i got money back from my car insurance because it's like well, we have so, too much money <laughs> so i actually got um i i read that geico was doing this and i looked into it and they were only doing it for contracts that uh or whatever they're called that restarted between like i think it was april 30th and october 12th Something like that. Oh, okay. They had some date range. And my contract had just restarted like early April and was set to continue until like October 15th. Oh, wow. So I was right outside the window. Like the window was within my. Yeah. So I wasn't going to get it. Wait, wait, what what are they giving exactly? How much are they giving? I got 50 bucks back from, and I think I'm with Nationwide. I think it was 15%. And the reasoning here is that they just don't have to pay off any claims. So they're just giving you your money back. I mean, it's trying to, you know, all these companies are trying to look good, like they're doing what they can to help people in their coronavirus. Uh, I really, I really wonder, because there's so much regulation on insurance, I wonder if, if they ended up taking in too much money and because of, of laws in place, I am just speculating. I am just guessing that maybe they just had too much on the books and they had to give some back. Well, honestly, they would probably get taxed on it. Maybe. Because they're that's technically like income for them, right? That, and they're not spending it back in claims. Yeah, so that's a good point. I mean, I just see that, you, or everybody knows that the insurance you know industry is highly regulated. I, I almost have to believe because so many companies are doing this 
it has to do with some some sort of obscure fucking law that they want to make sure they're following to the letter. Yeah, because I mean, generosity could, it, on the part of insurance no. companies is it could just know. be it could just be PR though. I mean, yeah, I, uh, I'm looking right now USA Today. Uh, it says 82 percent of auto insurers like uh, State Farm, Geico, and Liberty Mutual are offering policy refunds. Right. Um, once the big ones start doing it too, if if you don't follow suit, you look like the asshole. Yeah. Right. It says, Consumer Federation of America said, we applaud the many insurance companies that have recognized that they cannot sit on a policyholder premium while their customers sit at home. So, yeah, I think it looks voluntary. Uh, That's odd, though, man. That's odd for an insurance company for once not trying to fuck you in the ass. You mean you mean there's they're not just going to do a commercial with with this song in the background? (laughs) We will rise. That is that is the new arms of an angel, right? That is the new, yeah. That's just being played with uh, with the hospital workers now. Oh, I am so tired of commercials. We're with you. No, you're not. We're gonna get sitting at home together. You better not be six feet apart. We're together alone, alone together. Whatever the fucking hashtag is. Yeah. I'll tell you what the most cringeworthy one I saw this week was. <laughs> Queen and Adam Lambert released an update to We Are the Champions. Oh, God. Set to a slideshow of hospital workers, and it was titled, You Are the Champions. Oh, my oh. God. And Adam Lambert sang, You Are the Champions. Uh, <laughs> it was terrible. I, I am just so tired of the fucking commercials. Yeah, we get it, man. You know... We, we're gonna get through this, and I'm like, no, we're not even, we're not even done right now. We're reopening the economy. Everybody's gonna get sick again. We can't even get through it once. We're not gonna get through this a million times, people. We can't even do fucking once. <laughs> and by the way, John Legend and Chrissy Teigen from your multi-billion-dollar Malibu retreat, like, don't tell me that you're in it with us. Yeah, because <laughs> right. you ain't in it with us. You just ordered Postmates the other day and got like a five star meal and you expensed it to, you know, to to GQ magazine and you're doing fine. It's everybody else that's out of work. This song is fucking terrible, too. It's so cliche. I will rise a thousand times again. And we'll rise I I listened because I wanted I I wanted to look this song up. This song is horrendous. I mean, they've literally taken the best part out of it to play in the background of the commercials. The rest of it is fucking garbage. How great would it be if we just got a PSA with a bunch of hospital workers and we had the Matlock theme playing under it? See now that we are in it together. You are the now champions. Now this I can get behind. <laughs> we salute all our hospital workers <laughs> and attorneys at law. <laughs> you are the real heroes, <laughs> defending the petty thieves, <laughs> finding loopholes in the law. I do think it's kind of funny though that we have transitioned as a society to recognizing like grocery store workers as heroes right like 
like 17 year olds who are bagging your your groceries are now like on the front lines fighting in a war i do, I do like that we use the it's term like, the front lines it's it's the next great generation i mean i know this disease is not anything to to like laugh about because it is serious people get seriously ill of course but to say that they're on the front lines <laughs> like that is so disrespectful to the people like i when you say the front lines i imagine storming the beaches of normandy exactly imagine right. you were there at d-day yeah <laughs> and you're hearing that you know uh, old uh, freddie johnson from down the road that fucking mckenzie at the fucking grocery store is on the front line with freckles and braces is <laughs> on the front lines of this war yeah. the invisible enemy <laughs> it's like relax dude uh, you know i mean like <laughs> I have nothing else to say, actually. No, but no. Honestly, though, we, you are right in in terms of the 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 definition of hero has been stretched over the years. Yeah, like this disease is serious, but it is it's very not that serious. serious. It's not that serious. Okay, I'm sorry. It's just not. It's not. It's not. It, I, I don't want it. I'll be honest with you. Sure. I don't. Of course. I don't really want to get it. But and it's yeah. it's it's certainly deadly and it's yeah. certainly infectious and everything. But you know. Also, at the end of the day, you know, Rob, if you got it, you'd be fine. You probably. What is it? 50% of people don't show symptoms? Yeah. Oh, I think it's so, even I mean, higher than that, first, maybe. Yeah, maybe. So, first off, you're 50-50 even know you have it. Right. You can deal with it. And then right. after that, your chance of actually even getting seriously ill is yeah. significantly less. Yeah. I'm not trying to play the odds game here, but like. No. No, 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 no. But I mean, like, we, we should relax a little bit. Everything, right? We, yeah. we should relax a little bit. That's true. Every day you walk outside and you could get mugged or an asteroid could come down and, you know, of course. You know, if, who knows? If this thing had, like, if you catch it, 80% chance you're going to die, then okay, let's lock down people. <laughs> yes. Obviously. Sure. <laughs> right. Well, we're screwed if that happens. Oh, 80% yeah. we're going to die. Oh, we are fucked. Done. All those dudes at Huntington Beach this week. With with their signs screaming. I'm gonna be honest with you. If if a disease like that comes out, the best chance we have for survival is for everybody to just get it and get it over with. So so you're saying as soon as possible. Because because the longer you let it out, the more it's gonna mutate. True. It's Mm. actually better to just get it over with. So so you're saying if a disease like that comes along, where if you get it, eight your your chances of dying are eighty percent. I'm saying as a human race, the best. Best chance we have for survival. I'm not, I'm not talking from a from a. I'm not recommending that. No, I'm just saying. I'm just saying from a from a third party. If I was an alien observing the Earth, I'd be True. like, man, they should just get it over with. Yeah, lick some doorknobs, baby. Lick some doorknobs. If I was if I was not a human being, right? I see if, what I, if I was not, uh, you know, no, at I risk think, of death myself. I think. Yeah, I think if you can disconnect like that, I, you're absolutely right. Um. But, it's but that is the argument they're making now is the herd immunity yeah. argument because Sweden has done so well with it. Yeah. Um, and I'm, really honestly, know, I the, have no idea what, what at how the end of the day, nobody out. knows anything. No. And when the disease first came out, we knew even less than we know now. Yeah. Right. So it's so easy. Hindsight's 2020. Right. But, you know, it sucks. But, you know, it, it, if we're going to sit here and start playing the blame game and say, oh, they, they messed up for making this call. It's like we had no information. You know, not only do we I have think, no information, we had no precedent for this. Either. Right. Right. Like everybody was trying. I think I think nobody was really prepared for this. Nobody. 
No. Um, except for maybe you see countries like South Korea and like the island of Taiwan uh, because they've experienced the SARS outbreak. Right. Oh, right. And they had precedent for this and they were prepared. They knew how to handle it oh. and they had things in place. But hopefully the rest of the world now will have uh, a better idea of how to handle something like this in the future. I, I go back and forth so much on on this because part of me is like yeah you know we did the temporary quarantine lockdown whatever to try to flatten the curve it was never it was never to hashtag crush the curve (laughs) (laughs) it it was to, to help flatten it that yes those people x number of people are gonna get sick but let's spread it out now i feel like the the expectation is well, this many people can't get it. We got to we got to stop before this many people get it. Not that we're spreading it out. It's just that you wanted to that some people just want a smaller number. Well, so I mean, the initial idea to flatten the curve makes sense yes. because you didn't want to overwhelm the healthcare system. Right. And we wanted to avoid the elderly and at risk yep. from getting it. Yep. That's what it really was about. Like for Average everyday people who are relatively young, relatively healthy, uh, really, there is nothing to worry about. No, this is purely a compassionate thing to help prevent those at-risk people. But then, then you hear about the twenty-seven-year-old fitness trainer who fucking got it and is dead, and then that's the yeah, kind of shit sure. that that's the kind of shit that goes, "Oh my god! All right, so." What the fuck? <laughs> and uh, this sounds shrewd and cold and calculated, and I don't mean to sound that way, but like those stories are anecdotal, and right. it's important, like, not to make massive, like, life-altering decisions based on anecdotal evidence. No, right? You know what I mean? Like, but- you still have to put it into perspective. Like, yes, like people get eaten by sharks. Eight people get eaten by sharks a year or whatever it is. 16 people. We just researched this yesterday. <laughs> yeah. 16 in the U S 16 people in the U S are eaten by sharks, but that doesn't mean you shouldn't go in the ocean. Right. right. So like you, you, you do have to keep it, you know, relatively in perspective. I'm not saying that coronavirus is the same I as mean, shark attacks, but sh- I mean like I'm paying like a uh, hundred dollars through Uber eats for two burgers lately. Wow. You know? Is that right? Is that logical? No, no, but <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, I'm exaggerating to a, uh, a lesser degree, you know. But um, uh, yeah, it's it's expensive, and but people f- are avoiding grocery stores and stuff. When but the fact that anybody gets eaten by sharks keeps me out of the ocean, not just because I live in a landlocked state. I was going to say, I think it keeps you. Out. <laughs> Figured the the drive, <laughs> uh, the commute is terrible. <laughs> yeah, and then I think once you get there, taking the shirt off is another hurdle to get right. in the ocean. Yeah, I'm not doing that. Right. Uh, but but seriously, because people get eaten by sharks doesn't mean that I'm gonna just go freely swim in the ocean without worrying about it. Yeah, really? Oh, I've I, never once worried in my entire life about being eaten by sharks. Really? I yeah, no, it's not neither. that common, Rob. <laughs> no, I would not get into the, any water. <laughs> Wait, have you never been in the ocean? I've I've stepped my foot in the ocean, and that is it. Where? In Florida. You've stepped your foot in the ocean? Yep. How, one foot? Uh, both feet. I have a picture. How, it was so windy that day. <laughs> how far did you get? Like... Ankles? Not even ankles. Oh, my God. That was your, like, experience in the ocean? Yes. 
Yes. And then you left. And then we left. Because it was Good so- thing you left when you did, because the sharks were already on their way. So right? windy that day. <laughs> they smelled you coming oh, yeah. from the parking lot. I mean, I'm a beef-fed boy from Nebraska. <laughs> <laughs> that must be a rare treat for the sharks. That is a rare... Like, that is... <laughs> oh, that's a Ricketts boy. <laughs> that is top-of-the-line grade-A beef right there. They were on their way. <laughs> Did you hear Wendy's is running out of beef, by the I way? I heard that today. Where's the beef? Where's the beef? <laughs> oh, boy. That's going to come back and bite him in the ass, isn't it? Yeah, right? <laughs> another uh, another 10 uh, pun points have been redacted. <laughs> thank you. Um, you know, I've also... I've been hearing that the beef shortage, I don't really know. Again, like, we're obviously not medical experts. We're not what? beef economic experts. What? Maybe Rob is. Okay. Speak for yourself. <laughs> okay. But... <laughs> Um, I've heard that most of the beef shortage issues are not actually because there's not enough beef, but because of like contracts and agreements on where people have like agreed to get their beef from. So like if we were able to like shift things around and basically, you know, purchase your beef from like local places or something, it it would be a lot easier to handle. It sounds very similar to why oil prices are so low is because they committed to buying so much. And then they have no right. place to put it. It's the opposite. Right. It's the opposite fucking problem, obviously. But well, for the consumer, it's the opposite. Yeah, for the consumer, it's the opposite. But yeah, yeah. It, I, it, I don't understand all this panic, though. Like, I, 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 you know, part of me does think this, and I'm not again. It sounds like we're like Corona truthers today, and I don't mean <laughs> to, to sound like that. But part of me does think that human beings just enjoy panicking. And like they just enjoy like a mad dash to the supermarket to stock up on supplies, and that's just like a, a like a weird it, sort of herd impulse. It is weird because we also do it with the news. Like we just want to hear bad news. Why <laughs> right. does bad news get ratings? I mean, I read that about toilet paper uh, when this was all starting. I was like, what is it about toilet paper that everyone's stocking up on? I, but you know, yeah, I think it's, it's showing that, and showing that you're more prepared. Well. Right. Yeah. Right. Well, that well, what it was is, uh, according to this random article that I read somewhere, uh, that we were always going to stock up on something, but toilet paper is just super cheap, and it's just an easy thing to to hoard up on because uh, you have the money for it now. Well, but the first stories that were coming out about coronavirus is you were shitting your brains out, and as is that what it was? Yeah. I don't think that I don't think that's what led to it though, Rob. No, I don't think so either. But people were were panicked that oh my god I'm gonna have the shits and I might be stuck at home for 14 days and for some reason I am the opposite of this but a lot of people don't have toilet paper on hand I probably have a year supply of toilet paper well you make yours in the backyard (laughs) well true so (laughs) you know not all of us have sewing kits (laughs) but a lot of people I find out through all of this they're like oh yeah I might have a roll or two what I'm rationing that shit out. I don't I'm, go, using, I'm using both sides of that <laughs> shit, baby. I don't go to a big box store without walking out with one of those like 96 roll fucking equivalent toilet you know, paper packages. I, I'm the same way, though. I don't understand why they sell paper towel or toilet paper rolls in smaller than the largest size. No. That's, I exclusively buy the largest yeah. size. You can buy the individually wrapped, yeah, which I don't understand. Those? Who's doing that? Who's doing it that? It doesn't exactly. go bad. <laughs> I think I just need one roll. One roll should get me through the day. <laughs> but it, it, 
just store it. It yeah. doesn't go bad. I'm planning on about five shits over the next three days. I think one roll should do the job. I don't eat enough fun. to poop. I maybe poop once a week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is pretty ridiculous. I, just, I don't get it. I don't get it. You know what, though? A lot of those things are scams, too. Like, Costco is one of the biggest scams on the face of the planet. Like, I went to Costco a couple <laughs> weeks ago, and the price of bottled water was, like, half off at ShopRite. Really? You know? Yeah. Costco's a scam, man. Yeah. That's Sick. just... It, it's playing up on, like, uh, uh, people's need to, like, sit at the cool kids' table. It's like, oh, I want to be part of the retail club. Well, the wholesale you know, club. Costco, Costco would be fine if you didn't have to pay a membership. Oh, I hate those that membership. That is, to me, what fucking- I think is the... Because we, have- I've heard, I've heard this rumor. I don't know if this really works. I've never tried it, but uh, I've read that if you, if someone like buys you a five dollar Costco gift card or something, you can go in without a membership. So you could say, "Oh, I have this gift card." Upon entry, and really? then you just don't pay with the gift card. You just keep it forever, and but you use this five dollar gift card as your. The last time I was at, at Costco, they at the register asked for the costco membership card oh really yeah because i was with some friends of mine down in lincoln and i had picked up some stuff that i wanted and they're like oh you won't be able to pay because you got to show your membership card when you go to check out yeah i don't know i'll tell you what though if you uh you buy a bunch of five dollar gift cards i'm sure every time you go there that's a pretty good life hack that is a good life life hack hack. how how much how many times you go to costco a year me one. I mean, how many times does a person need to go to Costco a year? Yeah, I have. I don't have one within four hours of me, so I don't go. Okay. <laughs> I feel like I feel like you could get away with like quarterly. Yeah. Quarterly Costco trip. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't like Costco. I, don't, I, don't like I, I I really don't like those places where you have to pay to get it, like the the membership. Not, yeah, it's not even scam. that. It, it, it's just dumb. Like we have Sam. I don't know if you guys have Sam's Club, but it's the sure. same as as Costco. Yep. I think my parents are members to both. Ugh. Oh, aren't they VIPs? <laughs> right, I don't get it. I don't. <laughs> They're pulling back the velvet red tape. I don't need five gallons of olive oil. <laughs> <laughs> you know, there was a time when I think the Costco was relatively new uh, near us, and I just remember one day my dad came home. He shops the same way I do, I swear to God. <laughs> One roll he of came toilet paper at so a time. much cheese. <laughs> oh my! He came God. home with so much cheese. Oh, that is my grandfather's and, favorite activity. Well, but let me let me try. Like, I don't think he realized how much cheese he bought until I laid it all out and took a picture. <laughs> and there was like bags of shredded cheese, like blocks of cheddar cheese, oh a um, whole wheel of Parmesan cheese. Oh, oh yeah, my God. there was like a bunch of cream cheese. My <laughs> my grandfather is a big fan of the wheel. He'll I mean, go out I, there. He'll he'll carry it on his back like he's Paul Bunyan. <laughs> you know what I, mean? I, I bar the uh, Parmigiano Reggiano. Sure. I buy that stuff and I buy like the wedge, right? And we yeah. fresh grade it. That's fine. But you don't need a wheel. They're huge. I've never had a wheel it? of cheese. Never. Oh, well. It's crazy. I can send you some. <laughs> we used to keep it in our freezer. So it stay good. Yeah, you have to and freeze that much cheese. <laughs> yeah, and then you'd cut off a wedge and you keep the wedge in your fridge until you use it all. Then you could get the next wedge. Now yeah. I know I'm not the person to ask about this, but like, cheese is only good after a day, in my opinion. Like, I can't have American cheese after like a day or two in the fridge, and it's just it, yeah. Oh yeah. Why? It's fine. Yeah, it's too solid. It's too hard. Now I I like a nice creamy cheese. 
okay. Well, you I think what no... you need to do is just take it out of the fridge for a couple minutes and let it let it warm up. You, <laughs> I think, you, I think that's more of a temperature thing than a. You need to just shut the fuck up, Nico, because you have no opinion <laughs> on this. You can, you can have no input on this. That was my one food take of the last year, and I think that's all I'm allotted now. <laughs> yeah, I'll go back to snacking on these goldfish. Yeah. <laughs> Hear about the murder hornets, people? Murder hornets, I know. What is going on with this fucking year? No, it's it's in... I, was, I, I think I said this in the last podcast. I think this was off air, actually. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, yeah it's it's a sort of a meme at this point that every month there's a new global disaster. <laughs> <laughs> and really? I think that uh, at this point, the news and people on the internet are just waiting. As soon as May 1st hit, that's when you heard about the murder hornets. Yeah. Like, I guarantee you they were here April 29th, right? But nobody talked about it until May 1st. (laughs) I'm just saying, because it's it's like a running gag at this point. I agree. So, I'm sure June 1st we'll hear some other (laughs) stupid disaster. They are terrifying looking little bugs, though, aren't they? Yeah. Not Dude, a fan. But I, Murder I, Hornets I is, is such a fucking, like, pan- again, with the panic, the media panic. That is a media headline, Murder Hornets. This one's not going to last longer than a week, though, because there's nothing you can sell. No, that's true. <laughs> Good point. <laughs> Unless we're walking around with, like, uh, beekeeping outfits. <laughs> well, these ones can pierce through those, apparently. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah, yeah. They, can, they can stick you right through them. Yep. I would kill every bee immediately on the planet. To get so they've arrived the in the U.S., but I believe they're in Washington State, which really just amplifies how bad Washington State is yeah. right now. Oh, yeah, it's really the West Coast, like as bad as New York is with everything going on. The West Coast right now is being hit by like, everything. They had the fires at the beginning of the year and everything. Oh, right. Right. Well, that was it's last like, year, yeah. yeah. Oh, the, last year, yeah. No, whatever. Would the murder hornets the West Coast. be able to migrate over the mountains? Like, isn't the mountains just like a natural barrier? Like, you get up so high, you're going to freeze. Right. If you're a murder hornet. <laughs> you're <laughs> like, ah, that's a bit too cold. I'm going to turn That's why around. I've long advocated against the uh, giant mountain hornet tunnels. <laughs> <laughs> I know that bill's gone through Congress a few times. Yeah. So yeah, it was in there with the Alaskan pipeline. It was yep. part of the legislation, <laughs> right? You know. We want to build a big tunnel for the hornets. <laughs> <laughs> yep, go uh, spread their wings and fly. Um, yeah, man, murder hornets. How about them? <laughs> yeah, fuck this, bees, dude. Yeah. Fuck bees. No, I like honeybees. Do you guys want to? Do you guys want to take a minute and try and come up with what June's? crisis could be oh man what could oh, june's crisis got a brainstorm be? it's gonna be flooding or something like yeah we haven't had a well hurricane season is over so that's you gotta wait till a little bit later in the yeah, year yeah that's that. true that's october isn't it sure yeah uh i mean earthquakes obviously a big thing yeah i uh, think we're gonna have a flood of some sort i mean i've already lived through that last year here yeah locally. you had that last year <laughs> Landslides. Ooh, oh. how about this? How about volcanic eruptions? I was gonna say, what about the volcano and is it Yosemite or uh Yellowstone, the Yellowstone. super volcano. You think we're due? <laughs> <laughs> you think we're due? That fucking thing. That'll just kill half the population. I, I mean the galaxy I mean, is due for that. I mean I 
I think 2020 is the year. Guys. I mean, if if that blows, the United States is done. I mean, no well, one. No, your side, sure. Well, eh. I think it'll reach. I think it'll reach right about Nebraska. I think then... it'll reach right about Ohio. <laughs> <laughs> Stop right short at Columbus. Yeah, just get Cincinnati. <laughs> you well, gotta, my you gotta... my understanding of that is when the thing erupts, it's going to take out sure the geographic area around it, but it's going to cover the world in ash yes nuclear right. winter yeah i could see this being like finger of god <laughs> finger of god uh <laughs> like they, they they've had in the past if you look at it there have been like entire years that were just like night yeah because of crazy world events like that yep you know right but this would last for like decades right i don't know how long it would last to, i mean like again I tend to be one that I think that humans vastly underestimate the earth's capacity to regulate itself. Mm -hmm. I I just truly think that. Yeah. And, uh, you know, during, um, like Hiroshima, when they bombed Hiroshima in 1945, they said that no life would grow there for like 75 years or something. And within seven years, there were like trees growing. Same with Chernobyl. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I think the Earth is actually very resilient. Oh yeah. Um, I think the bigger question is: Will humans survive? Right? We're yeah. less resilient than the planet. Yeah. Right. But as Jeff so. Goldblum said in Jurassic Park, life does find a way. Life mm-hmm. finds a way. I think that is probably the one of the most intelligent film quotes by one of the most intelligent men. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> sure. No, I I I will be interested to see if this global pandemic. And us being in lockdown, uh, if, if there's any immediate data in the next five years, I'm saying, that you see a temperature change in terms of those that are tracking global warming or climate change. If this month and a half or however, two months, whatever it's been, has any long-term effects positively on Definitely the in- some positive short-term. They Absolutely. said like you can see like skylines in China for the first time yeah. in decades. Yeah. So... If if the Earth can recover, it'll be interesting to see. Like I said, in five years, it's going to take that long, but it's going to be interesting to see if uh, the Earth can recover that quickly from us just, you know, lowering pollution output. Yeah, I mean, the world will never be the same from this. I mean, no. it's shown a lot of companies um, that they can function working from home and i think you'll see more people be able to work from home than previously i think you'll see masks become the new norm in big cities like los angeles and new york city when people are sick i I just think that and and i I bet you handshakes will be a lot less i hope uh, so (laughs) used not completely i don't think they're gonna go away completely like people want and i don't think everybody's gonna be wearing masks for the next five years but i think you'll it'll be more commonplace until we have a vaccination anyway well, here's the thing. I mean, that's how it is in like par- a lot of parts of Asia already. They already do these things. Just right. They have their it's their culture. And I think a lot of that culture could rub off on the US. Yeah. Yeah. This thing about working at home, though, and I we, we've been talking about this since the pandemic started. This has been one of Rob's theories. Yeah. Um, yeah. OK. I guess like we're efficient, but we're certainly not very happy right now. Like as a society, well, and I think it's more it's more having the option to work from home in yeah. some companies that don't. So, um, my girlfriend's father works at a large corporation that is um, 
very old fashioned. They do not um, they, they, they did not have any work from home thing prepared. They're a huge corporation and they had literally no contingency for work at work. I don't from understand home because that at all. They, because they didn't believe in it. It's just it was yeah. uh, the way their their company culture was. And that's totally fine. Yeah, uh, they're one of those companies where everybody still wears suits and ties to work. Um, it's just that's just the way it is, you know, and they had to pretty much overnight create a work from home uh, contingency for everyone. Wow. They, they had to spin up networks. They had to get everybody laptops. Uh, to the point that I believe they were like literally purchasing parts and building laptops. Wow. You know, so right. I, I get that. I get and, that. And they found that in the first few weeks of doing it, everybody was getting a lot done. They were being very efficient. Sure. And, and I'm sure so, that I'm sure that is the case. But I think what we're also learning is that uh, being away from social interaction is really bad for people, like really, really bad for people. Right. But I guess like in the future. If you're sick, you don't have to feel bad about staying home from work. Fine. You can just stay home and work. Fine. But I think that this idea that like every company is going to be able to just go digital and like we can just hang I don't think anybody's advocating for that. Well, I don't know. That that was an idea that that has been kicking around for a while. Like I mean, so a lot of Silicon Valley companies are eliminating physical workspaces and just having people Well, they're also home. eliminating people. Yes. Well, that's that's true. <laughs> well, but like and we're learning that it's like really bad for drug addiction and really bad for alcoholism and yeah. really bad for crime. Like crime has gone up because kids I think require I mean, requiring your employees to be in the office like two to three days a week is probably a good thing. Yeah, we definitely need that, man. I think that like that's underrated. Like just being in a physical workspace and interacting with people throughout the day, you don't realize that when you have a job that's like 80% of your social life is at work. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. like that's wicked, wicked important because there's a lot of people that are not handling this very well. But it's these it's commutes that people are, are dying from. I mean, literally having heart problems because of the stressful commute. It's killing people. Going to work is killing people. And staying at home is also killing people. Hold on. Let's not. Let's not. Hold on. Hold on, Rob. What the (laughs) fuck are you talking about? You're telling me that people commuting to work are dying. This is an epidemic across our country that people are having heart attacks on the road. A stressful commute is detrimental to your health. Is this a scientific study? So are Twizzlers. (laughs) What are you saying? Yeah, you have to drive to get somewhere. That's right. just a fact. And if you don't, if you don't, if you have an hour commute, don't fucking live where you live. No, but I'm not trying to be that guy. No, but Jesus. I know. I, I get your point. Researchers from the School of Medicine in St. Louis reported that commuting at least 20 miles on the road each day can lead to higher cholesterol. A rise in cholesterol leads to it leads you to be susceptible they need to, to heart disease or stroke. They need to listen to podcasts. <laughs> yeah. Did the did the researchers take that into account? Yeah, Those listen who listen to, to podcasts, one. listen yeah. to this one. Take the edge feel out. less stress. Seriously, yeah. Get your daily injection of our voices in your <laughs> ear holes. Oh God. Yeah, I feel like that's like uh, every two weeks a study like that comes out. Yeah, I, I definitely feel like people being at home and drug addiction and child abuse and domestic violence and suicide rates going up is way more significant than God. I got to drive twenty minutes. <laughs> I just I'm not sympathetic to that. But those are people that just go right on red. Just can't (laughs) handle if you're if you're getting addicted to drugs while you're working, you've got other problems besides staying home. (laughs) 
I mean, listen, Rob. I mean, since everything's quieted down, I've been thinking, you know, hey, man, you know, I could light up a joint. Yeah, I don't smoke. Not? I haven't smoked since high school, but I'm like, you know, eh, maybe. Yeah. Why not? Now's the time, I guess. I mean, I have some oxy in the cabinet, so I can, <laughs> so I can see how people who you know are a lot more hardcore than me. <laughs> could, I literally, uh, I, by the way, I also I have never smoked marijuana in my life. I kicked around the idea with my grandmother the other day. Yeah, right. <laughs> Why not? She's having she's having hip issues. Having hip issues, yeah. and I'm like, "Hey, wanna want me to get you a joint, and maybe we'll uh, we'll light up." Yeah, that that's what's happening. That, that's what quarantine is doing to me. Right. I mean, yeah. so this <laughs> is so, not good. Just anecdotally, it's not good. <laughs> I would say though, alcohol is more detrimental than marijuana. Oh yeah. Well, that's a hundred percent fact. Yeah, it's I mean, all bad. And I'll tell you what, we got we got delivery margaritas yesterday. Oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, that that's a deadly that's a that force must kill at least the 300 americans every year <laughs> at home margaritas <laughs> some guy with a sombrero coming over <laughs> it is cinco de mayo it is yeah that's right did yep. you guys see or read any more about the pentagon uh declassifying that ufo footage that oh my god yeah i don't want to talk go. about this blink 182 guy released you're the 10th person to make me roll my eyes by bringing this up All right, in the well, past week then we don't have to talk about it Fine. <laughs> no i'm just kidding Fuck yeah. nope next no nope, we're talking topic. about it rob nope you brought topic. it up we're talking about it <laughs> we brought our a game damn it we're talking <laughs> you brought uh, here's the game. thing here's the thing I just aliens don't exist. Is that the don't thing? buy it? <laughs> no, I, I'm on the same page. Aliens don't exist. <laughs> I always just believe that when the government willingly brings up shit like this, they just don't. They want you to. They want to distract you from something else. Slide I don't know of what. hand, slide of hand, baby. I, I just don't think the government is capable of keeping this big of a secret. Period. How much did you? How much did you read about it, though? I mean, I I'm. I'm up to date, I guess I would say. I, I've read plenty. So I guess I'll, I'll give a little backstory for people listening at home. Um, this footage was actually leaked to the New York Times Yep. last year. Uh, actually, 2017. Okay, so a few years ago. Yeah. And um, since then, there's been a lot of speculation that the footage may have been shortened. There may have been more. Yeah. Uh, there might be more details around it. And so the government, uh, the military, um, has now, after three years, decided to release it in order to sort of calm speculation surrounding it yep. and say, this is the full footage. There is nothing more we have to offer. The- so this was really just sort of a way of trying to settle the matter. So, so in fairness, normally when the government releases stuff like this, it's to distract, uh, in this case, it was to sort of put a cork in the story and yeah. just kind of say, okay, let's stop talking about it now, I guess. Like, I, here's here's what we have. That's I it. I think, I be- and this is what I believe I've heard from somebody, and I also believe it. Uh, the reason that it was classified is because the cameras that were in use, uh, those were classified pieces of equipment. And mm. the information on the screen could give away our capabilities. In terms of of camera capabilities, yeah, that's very possible. But okay, so what details in this story were meant to calm nerves? Just the fact that what was leaked three years ago was the full thing. Okay, and that's so now the, we have the full thing. Yeah, well, it's nothing's changed there. It's already been out. Right. But. Okay, so we have, and now what? 
UFOs are real. Move on. I mean, how is it encouraging? (laughs) I I, I don't understand, man. Well, I never used the word encouraging. I just said, I think it was just meant to put a cap in the story and say, this is it. This is all we have. There is no more. Hey, guys, guess what? Turns out Bigfoot's real. Like, I, I. I don't know how that's encouraging. Yeah, it has nothing to do with the substance of the footage, right? No. That's what no. I mean. No, right. you're absolutely uh, right. I, I certainly think the timing of it is, it could be something just as simple as um, just something sort of distracting and encouraging in this time of difficulty for most people, just something for people to talk about. Uh, and the only reason I would say that is because Trump himself commented on it. I could see Trump yeah. being... Yeah. What did he, he said, say? Uh, he said something along the lines of like, uh, it's fascinating like, or it's yeah, it's, like, oh, wow, it's really interesting. I just really yeah. wonder what that could be. Yeah. And it just sounds like something I'm like, you're the president. You know exactly what it was. There's no way you don't know what it was. Or you can find like, out. If, or I, you I, can I, find, I, find I, out. If I you wanted to know what it was, you I can find out. I don't believe that, Nick. I, I don't believe that they really know what it is. It's not UFOs, though. Sorry. It's not aliens is what I mean. What is it? I think it's almost definitely just like another vehicle <laughs> whether it's ours it's or someone dr- is else's it a drone it must just be a it, drone it could be a drone it could yeah. be another jet could be ours it could be russian who knows yeah, but it, but i i mean i don't it believe it could literally be a private company developing something and hope yeah, it could be bezos and hoping to get a government contract someday i mean yeah i mean we it, don't know it, it could be so many things the universe is way too big. It's just massive. Again, I've said this a million times. It takes eight minutes at the speed of light for sunlight to get from the sun to Earth. Our neighbor, it takes eight light minutes. That's incredibly long distances. The rarity of life and then the rarity of intelligent life. Right. There's And then on top of that distance and then there's you know yeah. we we talk about distance all the time when we talk about whether aliens could exist, but we we often forget to talk about time. Yeah. Even if there was another intelligent species, the likelihood of it existing at the same time yeah. as us right. is also incredibly infinitesimally small. I, I I think that life might be somewhat common, but intelligent life I think Exactly. Is very rare. Because look at how many fucking uh, extinction events happened on this planet before we came along. I actually read something very recently. They actually speculate that the moon, I mean, the size of the moon, uh, our moon, is, um, it's actually ginormous compared to most moons, right? It is. Our moon is like, what is it, 30% of the size of Earth? Something like that? Something like that, yeah. 30, 40. It's pretty massive. Oh, wow. Yeah. It's actually... Um, moon to Earth ratio. Let's just look this up really quick, just to <laughs> put, put a put nail in that. Out, let's put some facts out there. Well, uh, it's, it's a, so it's actually one to four. One so to it's twenty five percent. Okay, roughly. that's still big, still enormous. Isn't it that crazy fact too that like the moon and the sun line up and they're the same size during an eclipse? So, so the moon is four hundred times smaller than the sun, but it mm-hmm. is four hundred times closer. Right. Yes, and, we've we've talked yeah. about this. So, well, so again, this is the it, only know, people, planet that we know of that can have a sol a full lunar or yeah, solar eclipse like that. Crazy. But the <laughs> fact is that probably we don't know, but I would not be shocked if that ratio has something to do with why we've thrived. The, it could be. the size of our moon, 27%, so it's between a quarter and a third yeah. ultimately. Um 
It's responsible the, for the, the tides, so I'm sure the it's responsible for the, the tides, yeah. which they uh, speculate the could tilt. be sort of like stirring the pot of life, essentially yep. moving the, things around to sort responsible of get for life the, moving for the stabilization um, of our tilt of our our axis. Correct, right? Um, and uh, when most asteroids come by a planet, they would get sucked into that planet's gravitational pull. The size of the moon is just right. That most asteroids that get pulled in will actually get pulled around the Earth, slightly towards the moon, and then completely away from the planet and just yeah. gone. Yeah. Because it's just the right size. So I bet you, yeah, it is a, it is significant. And so they say the moon is not significant to life necessarily, but to intelligent life mm-hmm. is, the th- is one of the theories. That life could exist without um, a moon that ratio to our Earth, yeah. but it, for, for life to go this long unharmed and be able to advance... To the point that we're at is extremely rare. So now, if we're talking about a civilization that's advanced fifty times beyond us to the point where they can travel the speed of light on a whim, and for some reason they would even give a shit about us enough to come out here yeah. to use their precious fuel resources, it's just so ridiculous. Yeah, because uh, because it's, it, just, it's never going to happen. If someone is that advanced. I, I, and it, 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 it's an analogy that's been used and, and beat to death. But how many times have you tried to communicate with an ant? Mm. You mm-hmm. know, how many times have you tried to communicate Never, with an ant? Okay. Exactly. <laughs> and, and and so it's the same with aliens. Why would they care what we're doing? Right. Yeah. That. Well, I'm, I mean, I'm, but we do kill ants, right? Sure. Because we don't try communicating with them, but we definitely do step on them because we find them to be pests. Right. Because they're pests if they're in our territory. Yeah. 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 We're not bothering them. No. Right. Unless they get really annoyed by our radio, (laughs) which I I wouldn't blame them at that point. You mean this podcast or? No, just (laughs) all of our radio signals going out. Yeah. No, I think think intelligent life, and, and people will debate this forever, but I think it's very rare. I, think. I love that we can be coronavirus truthers, but uh, yeah. when it comes to aliens, we're like, are you kidding me? That's stupid. <laughs> Speaking of intelligent life, uh, is King, Kim Jong-un dead or, or what's going on there? You know, it sounds like he's not. Y- you seen this conspiracy s- that they're trying to switch him out? I think I don't think that's and him. Weekend, weekend I at Bernie's. S- I saw that picture and I'm like, that doesn't look like the same guy. This that is was some be- parent trap oh, shit, Oh my man. God. That was before so- any of this even hit the fan. I saw that picture. And I'm like, man, that doesn't look like him. I saw one picture where uh, you could clearly see on his wrist a little bit of a dark spot. Yeah. And they say that could be from a like tube or something that was in his oh, wrist okay. for a heart surgery. A okay. common thing. So it seems pretty likely that he probably had a heart surgery. He was also probably quarantining himself from the coronavirus in a safe place. Right. With 2000 women, I heard. I did hear about the 2000 women. <laughs> what? Yeah. So, okay. So his father, I believe, actually famously had like 2000 sex slaves just like saved away with him in certain oh places. God. And it seems yeah. like Kim Jong-un had another uh, similar thing to keep him occupied during the pandemic. Kim Jong-un reinstates pleasure troop harem yes. of young women. <laughs> But here's the thing. Kim Jong-un is like five foot six, maybe, or something. Yeah. He's 300 pounds. He smokes a pack a day. Oh, and he, he smokes a pack of cigarettes a day. And he has, obviously, like three, four generations of heart disease. Like, I think his father and grandfather died from heart disease. 
Inside Kim Jong-un's vile pleasure squad, where virgin oh school girls are selected to entertain North Korean rulers. Don't, don't like that. But I will say, like, <laughs> let's forget the Space Force thing and let's get to Pleasure Troop. <laughs> I, like, <laughs> I like the idea of instituting a Pleasure Troop in the United States. Uh, Not with the virgin school girls or anything, but... <laughs> Experienced only. Yeah. yeah. V- veterans only. <laughs> um, Crazy. Yeah, uh, yeah dude, really dude doesn't have the same teeth though. I mean, that picture, different teeth, different ears. Oh my god! I don't think you. it's the same guy. I don't think it is either. I think they're trying. To, I'm telling you, it's some parent trap shit going on right now. Well, he's so known to and is swapping Kim, out Kim Jong Un lookalike. He's known to here? have body doubles. It's known that he's had body doubles. Bro, Kim Jong Un had or ill had body doubles. What if? Kim Jong-un is not a real person and there's just 10 people playing that part. Oh my god. That's a good point. Yeah, I don't it's like think the so. James I... Bond theory. That every but, James Bond is just a different person under the same code name. Mm. Maybe Kim Boy, Jong-un is just an idea. Boy, the teeth really do give it away, don't it? Yeah! <laughs> that Look is at the a, teeth! That is a different ear, too. Yes! One is droopier than the other. One's way more puffy than the other. I'm telling you, kid. I'm t- I am telling you, this is not the same person. It's not the same person. They are trying to get one over on us. And it's it ain't going to work. This is not the same man. Kim Jong-un is dead. TMZ reported it. I buy it. Kim Jong-un is dead. <laughs> I know. They're not. <laughs> we were just talking. I will and- say it's strange that I trust TMZ more than I trust most. <laughs> Most well, I certainly to... trust TMZ more than I do the North Korean government. Sure, that's fair. You know? that's, not, that's not a bad point. I was just listening to an old show that we did today talking about TMZ, and we were talking about how they're rarely wrong. Yes, I know. Everybody they... loves to shit on TMZ, and rightfully so. Their journalistic practices are questionable. Right. But very rarely do they report a story and it's wrong. Yeah. Very rarely. Yeah. It could be. Could be. Um, you know, I... I did think it was funny how everybody was saying that his sister could step up if he were uh, mm-hmm. dead, which still could be the case. Uh, but I also did kind of think in the back of my head, I'm like, that's sort of like a very Western idea. Like, would North Korea, how would they feel about having a woman as their leader? I don't know. They might be fine with it. Well, and I but, heard that she would be worse than he is. Well, one <laughs> yeah. thing I was going to say is she is certainly at least as bad as any other uh ruler they've had because she she's their propaganda leader oh is that right um yep currently and uh you know i i have no reason to suspect that she would suddenly you know open up democracy in in korea (laughs) uh but the other thing about her is just the fact that she's like young and healthy she's not like kim jong-un she's not smoking a pack a day she's look at her if she becomes a supreme leader She's in charge forever. Yeah. She will outlive us. That is Queen Elizabeth shit right there. Right, right. (laughs) (laughs) And so if you want to talk about, like, you know, running a tight ship and uh, consolidating power for the next 80 years or something. She, yeah. Yeah, Yeah. this picture of him, him, quote unquote, at that fuel factory, that is not the Kim Jong-un that President Trump met. You know, there's only one way to solve this. I send Trump. Or send, Dennis Rodman. Send Rodman, baby. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Send him over there. Get the intel. You know? Shoot a couple hoops. K- 
Kim could never make that three pointer. <laughs> You're an same. imposter. Not the same person. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. Kim Jong un's a lefty. Since Scooby Doo over there. <laughs> With a mystery uh, machine. Right? Sign this. <laughs> I'm trying really hard to yes and you guys, but like, <laughs> I think you're both full of shit, <laughs> by the way. I'm telling you, that's not him. It's uh, not him. It's 100%. He could not have him. a fucking veneer for every day of the week. Who knows? Just not on the. Like, that's not the type of veneer that you pick. <laughs> if you're going to pick a veneer, the gap you get tooth straight is teeth, not. You think, right? The gap <laughs> buck tooth is not the one you pick. <laughs> Why would Kim Jong un have a veneer? You don't understand uh, North Korean beauty standards, okay? <laughs> I don't want you to try and Apparently tell me. Apparently not. A short, fat man <laughs> is, is, like, <laughs> is the sexiest man alive over there. People God, I would, I would put up some big numbers over there then, huh? <laughs> wow. <laughs> if they let you <laughs> if they oh let you God. into the pleasure troop that's right the pleasure troop uh nick cage playing uh, joe exotic how do we feel about uh, that i don't like this i'm nick as mind. a man that has not watched a single episode of tiger king how do you feel about this i mean i think uh as far as the audio i've heard from joe exotic i think nick cage has the energy to encapsulate it i just don't like nick cage Oh, well, that's your loss. That's yeah. a shame. That's a shame. I think I think it could be fine. I don't know why they're doing this at all. I think the the entire project is questionable. <laughs> what do you mean? Why are they doing this? Well, okay, I know why they're doing it, but <laughs> I'm in on it. Nick Cage is one of our finest actors. <laughs> I'm in on it. I just I'll watch it. I'll actually have to watch Tiger King for real. Yeah, yeah you, you really do need to sit down and watch it for real. It is something else. I'm thinking about watching it a third time. You've watched it twice? I've watched it twice all the way through. Yep. Yep. Like, for what purpose? Just because I was bored. Oh, God. Okay. And I enjoyed it. I'm like, ah, okay. oh, let's okay. do this again. I have a couple other notes that I need to bring oh. up to you. Because yep. uh, Twitter was in a tizzy last night. Uh, last night? Well, I don't know. It was more active than usual for us. Oh, oh! You're talking for us, like yes. our notifications. Yes, gotcha. Yeah. Uh, what do you have against the Strokes? The song didn't even fucking chart. <laughs> this is the same argument we always get into, and it's a ridiculous argument. You're so wrong about this. It's didn't even chart. So like I, got, I, said, I went in a deep dive last night. Rolling Stone magazine did a list of the 500 greatest songs of all time. And I was reading that list and I hated that list. But then I stumbled on a new list, the 100 best songs of the century so far. So far. From 2000 on. And so I tweeted something out. And I think, was it Davey on Twitter? Yeah. Uh, who was like, uh, yeah, Rob uh, would not appreciate this list. There's no Aaron Carter on it. Do you just want to go back and have sex? Because it's been a year since I've had any sex and you guys are all having lots of sex. That's and what I it am is? very sexually frustrated, okay? <laughs> uh, so we were just trashing Rob for a little bit and then Rob jumped in and looked at the list himself and he goes, the number 10 song on this list did not even chart. So apparently that makes it ineligible. It does. To make it's not the, the greatest song ever then. Which is like such a ridiculous standard because by that logic, like Friday by Rebecca Black should be on this list. Well then, so Sonya should be a ma considered a masterful player in Survivor. 
No, it's not the same thing. No, it's not. thing. She didn't even get to the top ten. It's not the same thing. It doesn't matter. She, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if they chart or not. No, but, so Rob, the top ten in Survivor is much different than if we had everybody who watches Survivor rank their favorite person. Right. Yes. Yes. Music charts are based on popularity, not on success, not on So then why didn't quality. it chart? If, if a song is measured because it's not by... based on quality, the top ten is strictly based on popularity, not quality. It, it wasn't popular. It didn't, it didn't chart. Okay. It didn't make it on a chart, listen, so it's not popular. Listen. If you want to make a list of the top ten best songs of all time based on commercial success, that's available already. Just go yeah. to the list, 10 most played songs on Spotify. Those are the 10 best songs of all time. There's no reason to write this article then. Exactly. Thank you. No, You're exactly <laughs> right. No, no, no. You said it. No. You said it. You're exactly right. But they did write the article. And the reason that they wrote the article is because they wanted to highlight songs that are perhaps a little overlooked by, by the, the free market. I, I would say that while, while commercial success should be more indicative of popularity and quality it's not a perfect metric it's it is far from a perfect metric this is what rob says every year when we talk about the oscars he goes just give best picture to the highest grossing movie yes why, do why we would need you that? why do we have to give avengers <laughs> that's what i'm saying every because year it was the give best avengers movie. the award it was the best movie no it wasn't it was the <laughs> rob, most seen would, movie they would literally make an avengers movie every year instead of every other Yes, thank you. That, that would be the wonderful. There's no reason to do that. The reward is the $2 billion that Bob Iger made off of Avengers. <laughs> right. That's the reward. You don't need to give the Oscar. The reason you give the Oscar is because there needs to be some sort of subjective quality to highlight here. Let's just really like kick the shins of all of the small filmmakers out there yes. really beat them to death if it was up to rob like we would just every movie that we saw would be would be uh, artificially inseminated into our heads from the disney corporation we would just have a chip and they would give us a shot of serotonin and pictures of the incredible hulk and that would be cinema That's if it were up to rob fine by me just force feed corporate america into my veins <laughs> That's why I'm in such a rush to get this economy open again. <laughs> so, of Gotta crush course, the curve. Crush the curve, man. So, like, I, I don't get why this is always what he's every single time I show him a list. He goes, oh, well, this song is, was not even popular. So what? It wasn't. So That's how can it point be the, of the best list. song? Because they're so not like sublime. Like, they weren't popular until the guy died. The... the First of all, the Strokes were a very important, like early two thousands band. They were incredibly important. They right, were like right. the New York band, in and so like you have to represent the Strokes in some way on the list, even if they weren't as popular as I don't know Beyonce. Who what I really hate about the list. So Sonya was a good Survivor player. That's what no, you're telling. <laughs> no one is saying Sonya is a good Survivor player. No one is making that argument. If you asked anybody who are the best survivor players of all time, Sonya would not be on that list. <laughs> Should have brought her back for winners at war. I mean, <laughs> oh my gosh, you're really comparing apples to potatoes. That's literally what's happening here. This is a very good top 10 list. Um, I, what I don't like about lists in general, though, is that they're very subjective, obviously. 
Um, That's the point, though. I know, but to say, like, top ten songs of the past <clears throat> century? Uh, yeah, Is that what you said? Since this, this century so of far. Of this century so far. Yeah. Yeah. Still, that's... That's, I mean, of it's course very it's hard broad. to do. Of course it's, but that's the point of the list is that it's one guy's opinion on who the, you know, what the top 100 songs are. That doesn't make it the record. You don't have to agree with the list. Right, the point is that fair. you don't agree with the list. But again, Rob, Rob is Mr. Moneybags from Monopoly. <laughs> you just don't like his reasoning. Every time we have this argument is, oh, well, which grossed the most at the box office? Yeah. I mean, that's the metric. <sighs> <laughs> I love how upset you get. (laughs) Whatever. Davey made fun of him on Twitter. He goes, once he sees Outcast, he's in the top 100. That's when he shut this (laughs) up. Were the police on that on any of these lists? Like the top five hundred? Uh, the police? I'm sure they were somewhere. They should yeah. not have been. That's they are. How, how, how dare you? Davey. You know, Rob thinks Outcast is a is a twist from Survivor Pearl Island. <laughs> That's what he knows it as. Number Out, four on the list. Outcast, hey, uh. right? Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, roses really smell like poo poo poo. Uh, yeah. Okay. So that that was my point. I wanted to make there. Rob has no taste. <laughs> Seriously, there's no way Rob makes it past Daddy Yankee and I. <laughs> How many of these songs do you know, uh, Rob? Crazy oh. in Love by Beyonce, number one. I think I know that song. Okay. Yeah. Paper Planes by MIA. I've heard that song, yeah. Seven Nation Army. No clue. It's the White Stripes. Nope. They sing it at every sporting event. Oh really? Bum 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 bum. Oh good bum. God! Hey, yeah, Terrible. by Outcast. We have stuff. Ninety nine problems by Jay Z. <laughs> but the bitch ain't one. That's right. <laughs> Maps by Yeah Yeah Yes. Matt, nope. Uh, Runaway by Kanye West. I I mean I've heard of Kanye. Let's have a toast for the douchebags. Nope. It's a good song for you, actually. Let's have a toast for the assholes. (laughs) (laughs) Have a toast for the scumbag. Uh, Rolling in the Deep by Adele, Royals by Lord, and then Last Night at 10. I think it's a solid list. Where's Billy Eyelash, though? I mean, (laughs) Billy Eyelash. (laughs) You're such an asshole. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, her fucking monotone whisper. Oh, I'm so sad. It's a song. It's a song. Ugh. Terrible. <laughs> There's a lot of whispering happening. She whispers in a monotone, and that is music. Yeah, Rob, it is. Grow up. It's get with the times, bro. Give me, give me some. What was James Marsden in from <laughs> Big Brother? <laughs> what band was he in? James Marsden, not James Marsden. Uh oh, Big Time Rush. Big Time Rush. That's yeah. What you think. <laughs> What was his name? I know who you're talking about. I don't remember his last name. Are you shitting on Big Time Rush? <laughs> no one is shitting on Big Time Rush. No. Rob Lowe's Big Time Rush. Maslow. Maslow. James Maslow. Right. Uh, can we finish this bracket off real quick here? Yes, because we, we advanced reading Rainbow before I had to abruptly leave last time, right? Okay. Uh, I don't remember, but sure. Yeah. Let's go with it. Yeah, yeah. it is now May, and uh, we're still doing our March Madness bracket. That's fine. We we knew we were gonna fucking. <laughs> we knew we were gonna send this on. 
so okay, so our next matchup then is the five seed Muppet Show versus the four seed Scooby Doo. Uh, should we be playing all these? Or, we, we know what the songs are by now, right? I do want to hear these two though. Okay, go for it. Um, you gotta give me just a second because no. man, you no fucking worries. you threw me right into this. Sorry, get on your A game, bro. <laughs> I was told A games were being brought. That A game's gone. <laughs> <laughs> I, I got an alert. Bring your own A game. It's the Muppet Show with our very special guest star, Shirley Bassett. Yeah! The only reason I want to hear these is because. I would. Ha- I'm having a hard time deciding between these two. I'm, I'm partial to the Muppets. I'm a big Muppets fan. I like a lot of the Muppets songs. Rainbow Connection is one of the great movie songs of all time. I have a um, unpopular dislike for the Muppets. I just love the Scooby Doo though. Scooby Dooby Doo, where are you? We got some work to do now. Great surf song. Want to go to the beach doing this? So groovy. You want to get high with Fred in the van? Fred and Shaggy. I have to give it to Scooby-Doo on this one. I really do. I think we have the votes in the chamber. Scooby-Doo is the choice? Scooby-Doo. For me, yeah. I I think I would have gone Muppets there, but... uh, Fair enough. I don't have that strong of an opinion on it. Uh, Scooby-Doo, obviously, is great. Um, yeah, okay. I'll go Scoops. <laughs> well, you're gonna because you lost. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just jumping on the bandwagon now that I don't have the votes. <laughs> yeah, I was for Scooby-Doo all along. <laughs> all right, next we have the six-seed Batman versus the three-seed Flintstones. I have to give this to the Flintstones. If, yeah, if I remember correctly, this is the bad Batman. Well, um, it's just, I don't know. Batman. Let's go. Atomic batteries to power. Turbines to speed. Is this the one we were thinking of? Yeah, sure. Yeah, you can't beat the Flintstones with this. Right, with only one lyric. It's Batman! That's right. I gotta hear the Flintstones again. It's been a while. We can can do the Flintstones. Yeah, this is easy. Yeah, this has never been easier. No. Let's Next one's pretty easy too for me. Probably. Uh, it's Sesame Street at the seven seed versus Ducktales at the two here. Uh, you know my thoughts on the Ducktales theme. It's the best. I think it's just great. Oh come on! And there, it goes. there we go. Lasers, airplanes, it's a duck blur. Might 
Those harmonies are really good, too. Oh, yeah. This is so good. Have you seen the new DuckTales? No. The revived one? It's not bad. I've heard that. I, I saw an episode, caught an episode yesterday from season three. I was kind of laughing my balls off. I've, I've heard it's actually okay. I mean, the Cartoon Network shows these days have been pretty good. Uh, Stephen Root was a, a voice. Oh, is that right? <laughs> oh, my God. Was it so funny? I love him anyway. Yeah. Uh, How do you not love Stephen Root and everything? Uh, you watch it. Barry? I don't know. Oh, you'd love Barry. Yeah. Oh, you would adore Barry. Stephen Root is great in it. Really? Yeah. The reason that he's in it is enough for me to watch it, I think. It's 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 um uh Bill Hader. Yeah. As in the lead obviously and then Henry Winkler and yep. Stephen Root and they're all just incredible. Ah, oh, I need to see it then. Henry Winkler is off the chain in that show. I love Henry so Winkler good. too. It is the performance of his career. It's so good. Oh, I'll have to, I'm going to have to watch it then. Now, I really like the Sesame Street theme song. I actually think yeah. it's super underrated. Um, it is. But yeah, for me, it's not close it, here. I it, think can't, it can't beat DuckTales. Yeah. Nick, agree? Yeah. Not even close. Okay. Next, we have uh, 80s, 90s sitcoms. We'll get a round out here and uh, put them through the Sweet 16. I know who's going to win this one. We but- shall see, man. I don't know, man. There, there's some, there's some debate here. We have Fresh Prince of Bel Air uh, at the one seed going up against Three's Company at the nine seed. Yeah. So of course everybody knows Fresh Prince, but let's maybe get a taste of uh, of Three's Company. All right. Because I actually think that this is a dark horse. Come and knock on our door. Come and knock on our door. We've been waiting for you. We've been waiting for you. This is our hers and hers and his three's company too. Come and dance on our floor. I still have to give it to Fresh Prince, I think. Listen, we've done a lot of blasphemous things so far in this bracket. I can stand by everything in this bracket. I mean, we put Matlock through uh, a ridiculous choice. Oh, you said the key word for the show. <laughs> I think this podcast has b- played the Matlock theme more than the actual show Matlock <laughs> in its entire run. Uh, uh, we, we kicked out Mission Impossible in the first round. We kicked out the Jetsons right. in the first. A lot of blasphemous things. I don't think I'm ready to kick out Fresh Prince yet, but I, I think I might actually like Three's Company better. Really? really? Yeah. Really? What do you That's guys a think? hot take. Yeah, it's a hot take. I, I still have to give it to Fresh. Will Smith, give him another award. Yep. Okay. Yeah. No, I, I'm going to tell you right now, three is company and uh, no company <laughs> allowed. Unless you got 18 feet in your. Uh, uh. <laughs> unless you got 18 feet in your living room. 15 comedy points for you, sir. Thank you. Appreciate it. 15 comedy points. All right, Fresh Prince gets through the one seed. Uh, next. Oh, man. I can't wait for this thing to go down. Friends. Oh, God. <laughs> Two of the, well, actually, it's, it's really Friends sucks. Friends oh, yeah. at the five seed against Cheers at the four. Cheers like, 100%. This is not a question to me. No. <laughs> cheers. I've been waiting for this day. Just play the Cheers years. song. Don't even All play right. Friends. I don't need to hear the clapping. <laughs> <laughs> oh, let me find I am cheers. sick of Friends. Oh, yeah. 
I am sick of all of the hype. I am sick of the binge watchers. I am sick of everyone excited for this reunion special. There's a reunion special? Yes. Ugh. Coming to HBO Max. Of course it is. Taking a break from all your worries sure would help a lot. This is a no-brainer here. Wouldn't you no-brainer. Suck it, Friends fans. Yeah, I I mean, to be clear. Hate Friends. I want Shears to make it to the end of this quadrant. Really? Wow. It's not going to happen. <laughs> okay. I think that's the nicest song here. In my opinion, this is the, the most stacked quadrant. It is. I have to pick one. I yeah. agree. Um, but there you go. Cheers gets through. Next, the six seed Golden Girls against the 14 seed Perfect Strangers. Tough uh, one here. A marquee matchup, if you it will. It is a marquee matchup. Uh, let's see. Marquee mark? <laughs> Marky what, do you have to, what do you have to do with these Thank songs? Thank you for being a friend. Travel down the road and back again. Your heart is true. You're a pal and a confidant. And if you threw it's like, this is a goddamn good theme song. This is tough, man. This is hard. Wow. This is, I think, the hardest matchup we've had so far. banger this is great but i know how much you love perfect strangers rob i know you love it so much you put it past the facts of life in the previous round i did you're right i just i love that is a good theme song but this is one that i listen to over and over again and probably will listen to over and over again after today song really picks up in the chorus too I have no idea how to vote here it's hard this is a hard one wow I obviously love the underdog angle with Perfect Strangers in the I know. Seat. I, I have to give it to Perfect Strangers, honestly. But that is a tough call. Mm. I've watched more Golden Girls in my life, so I'm more familiar, I guess, with the Golden Girls theme. Takes a tough man to make a tender forecast. <laughs> I mean, they are both very good. Very good. I would yeah. put both of these on my iPod. Yeah. And jam out to them while going, you if know, you, if you driving on the highway iPod, with the windows if open. An, if you had an iPod still. I do have an iPod. <laughs> Excuse you. Yeah. Of course I have an iPod. <laughs> I am going to Excuse give it to the Golden Girls Ooh. for variety, for representation. Oh, you uh, want the old ladies represented here? I am perfectly comfortable with either of these <gasps> moving on to the next round. But I'm going to give it to the Golden Girls. I'm going to put it in Nico's uh, lap. The choice uh, is I, mine, huh? Yeah. Yep. Unless I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. This is tough. Um, hmm. This is a tough one. 
congratulations I mean, for fucking building it this way, Nico. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, in fairness, he thought it was going to be Golden Girls versus the Facts of Life. True. He thought he thought you, we were going to let you have Facts of Life the first round, yep. and right. then we we're going to give it to Golden Girls. Right. I keep I keep coming back to the fact that Rob picked Perfect Strangers he, over Facts of Life. He sabotaged himself. <laughs> <laughs> I mean that like that is. I mean, that just shows a level of enthusiasm that I just mm-hmm. can't deny here. Oh, you love the underdog, don't you? I do love the underdog and I love the theme, man. I do. You it's know, a, I'm listening to both theme. of them. I think Perfect Strangers got me going a little more. I think Perfect Strangers has the 51 to the 49 here. Yeah. Just by a hair. Just yeah. by a hair. Just by a hair. I mean, I, I, I actually I, think even though I voted for Golden Girls again, I think it's for representation. It deserves that. But. I, I do think that's the right choice. Yeah, I have it. I have it scored uh, 111 to 110 on on my uh, on my scorecard. <laughs> okay, you know. All right. I have each fighter taken six rounds, but I mm-hmm. think uh, it's just about uh, how many punches landed here. And I think Perfect Strangers gets the edge. Woo! I like it. Goes. The dream stays alive for Perfect Strangers. Oh man! And finally, uh, at the seven seed, we have Family Matters taking on the two seed Full House. Fun fact, this is a spin-off show. Do you know I know, what someone on Twitter got mad at you about this. Right? Yeah. We're not bringing it up, yeah. It's a spin-off of Perfect Strangers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This is really? a spin-off of Perfect Strangers because the mom in this show was a character in Perfect Strangers. I would never have guessed. Harriet Winslow was a character. I don't know what she did in Perfect Strangers. I gotta be honest here. I'm not sure which one I'm listening to because I don't hear a difference that in the is, grand scheme between boy, these two songs. Boy, that is a very good point too. There is. I, I think they were both written by Alan Thicke, weren't they? <laughs> they could have been. I think they were. Yeah, I think so, Alan Thicke wrote both of these. Yeah, it, these are incredibly similar. You haven't even played the second one yet. Look at like just listen to the intro to this. Right. All right, and then we go back to perfect or to family matters. It's just that very, <laughs> that very repetitive beat at the beginning. <laughs> like, play the family matters song and then start singing the full house lyrics in your head to it. I'm not joking. Do it right oh, now. Do boy. it right now. I don't know if I'm good enough to do that. <laughs> just. Oh, that, that, ah, it's just so similar in every way. Whatever happened to you. (laughs) It's It's the same song. It's the same song. (laughs) There's no difference. (laughs) I have to do this. Oh, I wish I could figure out how to do, like, play these both at the same time. Don't you have a soundboard for this? I need, I should have just loaded both of these up onto the soundboard. Wow, that is a, yeah, that is a great point. <laughs> I still don't know which one you're playing, by the way. <laughs> what? You've now totally confused me. I have no idea which one's playing. 
<laughs> what do we do here? I mean, the way I look at it, like that is everybody's sick good. of Full House, but at the same time, we just passed Perfect Strangers through, and it really doesn't need to be here twice. <laughs> uh, well, look at the yeah, uh, Full House Family Matters theme swap. There are you, several oh, YouTube videos about is this. Is there? Yeah. Full House family. Matters. I don't know like if they're played on top of each. I don't know what this is. I'm Swap. just Let's see. Let's see what this is. Oops. Are they maybe just playing the themes? Let's just see what we have. They're playing they're playing the Full House video with the Family Matters audio. Well, keep playing it. Keep playing it. All right. It's a rare condition. I'm watching it right now, by the way. <laughs> it's the same. Like with the pictures and everything? Yes. There's no difference. There's no difference. Oh my god. You know, I still think it was a sin. Charles in charge should have been in this scenario. <laughs> Right. Oh my god. That was the full house intro, wasn't it? <laughs> this, is, this is full house. This is breaking me right now. Wait, wait, wait. That's actually, this whole song is full house? No, no, no now no. I've switched to full house. Oh my god, I can't. This, this, is, this is breaking me. My vote is full house. That's Why don't my we vote. just put Matlock through? <laughs> Let's put Matlock in there again. I don't care. Is yeah, that what do you the want? night court theme? Uh... Let's go full house. <laughs> full house. Full house is my vote. What do you? Family what do you think, matters is my vote. <laughs> really? Okay. Go ahead. All right. Then. Well, we already put perfect strangers through. You got what you wanted. So full house. <laughs> we'll give Bob Saget wow. another shot. You're just punishing me because of perfect strangers. I'm not punishing you. No, you're I'm punishing. Trying, I'm trying to make the next uh, when they go up against each other. I'm trying to make that easier for you. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I see. This is a vindictive bracket, sir. This right. This is insane to me. Rob, otherwise, next round, it would have been Perfect Strangers versus Family Matters, and I just cannot have that. Still an easy choice for me. It's just wrong. It's wrong. Is this Full House? Family Matters. Can't tell. All right, let's roll. Let's keep going. Let's, Let's finish this up here. The whole bracket? We're on a roll. Well, let's get it down to the final four, the Elite Eight, at least. All right, there we go. Yeah, let's do that. Yeah, let's that, get it down to the next round. That is... This is the type of stuff that I was looking forward to coming out in this bracket. It's right. beautiful. Yeah. All right, let's keep this going. Let's go right. right back to 6070 sitcoms, all right? All right. To advance into the Elite Eight, we have the Jeffersons, the one seed, the greatest television theme song of all time. Oh, my God. How is that the, still in this thing? Versus the know. Mary Tyler Moore show. At How five. have we let the Jeffersons stay alive this long? Because <laughs> it's right? the greatest. Because it's this the greatest. Is this is wrong. And it is my vote again. Yeah, of course it is. To be clear, it's not even that I don't like the Jeffersons. I just don't like how much Nico likes it. (laughs) I just don't think it warrants that much. Isn't it a bit racist to have a song singing about them moving on up? Like, yeah, television was racist back then. Man. That's <laughs> for sure. Yeah. Yes, it was about getting out of the ghetto. Sure. 
Which, if you can believe it, is a thing that still happens, Rob. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, that. I got to hear Mary Tyler Moore song. Terrible. Good. The choice is clear then. I hate this song. You're right. The choice is clear. Sorry, Nick. No, I I don't even disagree. That's the worst part. I know. I like the Mary Tyler Moore Show song. How did this beat Andy Griffith? You probably voted for it. I did not vote for this. (laughs) That might have been me. I really oh. love that part. You're going to make it after all. I really love that part, though. Yeah. It does a lot for me. <laughs> it does oh. a lot for me. Not going to lie. Too bad. We're moving on up. It's <laughs> the Elite Eight, baby. <laughs> moving, moving on, on up. up. <laughs> all right. <laughs> oh, no. I don't like all this. All right. One. All in the family and happy days. Here we go. <laughs> Let's just settle this. Let's settle this once and for all. All right. I know this has been a hotly debated topic on the forums. This is MJ versus LeBron. Right. It is boiled up to this point. Oh, we can't miss Edith. The way Glenn Miller played. Songs that made the hit parade. Guys like us, we had it made. Those were the days. And you do. The laugh track really kills it too. God damn, Gene Stapleton! I I say this every time we play this song, but she was just not given the credit she was due. Man, the monkeys really should be here, shouldn't they? They really should. (laughs) They really should. This should really be monkeys versus happy days. This is the most egregious. I'm afraid I'm in the minority here. Not a question. You're right, all in the family. (laughs) Okay, well, not a question for us sane people. (laughs) You know, I would love to vote all in the family just to get Nick to burn his veto. Um, because again, I gave him veto power. I don't feel strongly enough to waste it here. To be wow. honest with you, yeah, but you know, I will, I will maintain the integrity of the bracket. I, it, if, even if you did that, we would just, we would just put all in the family up, and it would just make everything much easier. Is, for that final happy four, Happy Days is only ten. It's ten seed versus an eleven seed. Oh yeah, but I mean, listen, no one is debating that the seating is off. The seating is definitely off. <laughs> Okay. Not according. No, it's it's based on uh, sales, right? Right, right, <laughs> right Rob. <laughs> yes. It's a perfect. It's a perfect system. If that if that's the case, then all of the family should win because I bet it was more popular than Happy Days. If we did the seeds based on sales, Rob would just vote for the seed. <laughs> that would have been how it would work. Yeah, I know ex- exactly, Rob. What are we doing now? Why aren't you looking at TV ratings for this? Well, it should be. That's what I'm saying. There is a, exactly, there is a subjective uh, element to this. Yeah, happy days. Put it through. Yeah. Boo. The dream ends tonight for all in the family. 
Uh, all right, here we go. Uh, in the dramas bracket, by the way, I can't wait for that 60, 70 sitcoms matchup between the Jeffersons and Happy Days. That's going to be fun. Dramas. Oh, boy. To advance to the Elite Eight, we have the eight seed Cops fresh off its victory over Mission Impossible. This hurts a little bit, but... Uh, it's going up against an institution, <laughs> right? I mean, listen, I've been very enthusiastic about the about the cops theme up until then, uh, more than I think. <laughs> up Nico until was this a, point, is, uh, right. is that what you Ro- say? Rob and I actually both, I think, have been very enthusiastic about cops yeah. to Nico's surprise. Yeah, but, I think but, Mission but, Impossible should be here. But Rob, we need to rip the bandaid off, right? Right. Because Matlock is what it's going up against. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. No question. So you're telling me if this is Mission Impossible against Matlock, you still want to put Matlock through? Absolutely. I don't think you understand. Matlock is going to win this bracket. (laughs) Every fiber of my being will make that happen. Guys, we really can't get carried away with this, man. We can't let Matlock get too far. Matlock, I'm I'm not even doing it for the bit. Matlock is loaded on my soundboard. There's no <laughs> question for me. It's the best thing on this entire list. I'm not, it's not even for the bit. Oh, man. Okay, well, the rubber's going to hit the road eventually, I think. I <laughs> okay. hope. I Are you going to force the issue? I don't know. We'll see. I just feel like if we do a bracket <laughs> of the best TV theme songs of all time, we spend three months... Cobbling together a list, a, 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 a pristine list, 64 <laughs> nominees. 65. And our yeah. key takeaway is that Matlock is the best theme song of all time. Number 65 comes out of the, the 65 bracket. seed. The <laughs> 65 seed that just didn't make the list. There has never been a hotter take than that. There's never been one. If we make Matlock right. the winner here. Oh. Oh, all I'm saying is that. Between the three of us, my opinion is the most valuable because I have absolutely no bias. Okay. I've never heard half of these songs before this. I've never watched these shows for the most part. So I have very little bias. And I'm telling you that Matlock is the best song in this list. The okay. 65 So seat. Matlock gets through. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. Well, I'm in no position to stop it. So I won't even bother voting. <laughs> All right. Here we go. Uh, Game of Thrones. At the six seed against oh Hawaii five zero at the two. This one's gonna be tough, actually. Oh, I think I just I searched for the piano version of Game of Thrones. Okay, what, you accidentally typed in <laughs> piano. <laughs> no, I just, did you do that? I just hit the down arrow too many times. <laughs> just to play devil's advocate on Game of Thrones for a second. I do feel like it kind of has the Jeopardy effect where it's better when you're humming it than when you're listening to it. A little. You know? It's, it's, yeah, I see your point. Like, I it, think like, one of the reasons that we love this theme song is because South Park had the Wiener song set to Game of Thrones, you know? <laughs> like, it's just become a part of our culture now. And, it, like, if you're in the shower, it's fun to sing Game of Thrones. But you listen to it, and it's not 
doesn't get you going in the way that, say, I don't know, Matlock does. <laughs> but it expresses epicness. <laughs> yeah. It expresses epicness in a way that no other song on this list does. Well, because there are no other epic shows on the list. <laughs> right. But, I mean, it's pretty damn good. It is It is pretty damn good. It's, it's, it's certainly the best uh, of the decade yes. of the 2010s. I, I think of the 2000s, period, I would say. I don't know, when did Matlock stop? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, no, it's it's very, very good. Yeah. Uh, so but I don't want to... Hawaii 5 dis- is a behemoth. Yeah, it is, it is. Uh, play the new Hawaii 5 theme song. We've been playing the old one a lot. Play right. the new one. Because um, uh, I guess that... Would that count? I mean, that's another TV theme song. Do we have to sure. differentiate? I don't know what one is. Is this the new one? I think so. Scott Cam. <laughs> wow. Suddenly switching to the new one really gives it a shot in the arm. Not that it really needed it. Right. Hook him, Dano. I have to go with Game of Thrones. I have to go with Hawaii Five-0. That is my vote, although I will acknowledge that it is close. I, I think I want to give it a Hawaii Five-0 here. Ooh. Wow. It's really, really. Wow. I like Game of Thrones a lot. Very epic. Very good. Uh... I don't know. I feel like Hawaii Five O has it though. Wow! All right, that's a that's a big one. A major contender goes down. It's going to be Matlock versus Hawaii Five O to get to the final four. Uh, can't wait for it. All right, so now back to the children's here, real quick. Let's do Reading Rainbow against Scooby Doo. Do we need? Do we? I don't want, think so. I don't okay. think so. I, I mean, I guess be, Reading Rainbow again. We can we can play. But yeah, we, we can do Scooby Reading Doo. Rainbow again. Because I think this is going to win. But. It is the 15, uh, 16 seed, actually. Is it really? Yeah. Butterfly in the sky. I can go this is just... Take a look. It's such it's a good a thing. Book, a reading rainbow. Less iconic than Scooby-Doo? Yeah, probably. Yeah. Scooby-Doo's got so many versions, though. Yeah. This is the one and only, the true. Yeah. Wow, this is tight, man. Is this where we were discussing thunder and lightning, trumpets and drums? <laughs> yes, yeah, I think so. Rejoice, the story lord comes yes. before I had to go. <laughs> God. Wow, this is... Cl- I... I- I actually think both of these matchups are incredibly close here. I gotta fall back on which would I listen to in the car. Take a look. It's in a book. A reading rainbow. Yeah, it's it's reading rainbow for me. Right, yeah, I, mean, I think so. No, no, nothing on nothing on the scoobs, but No, because I love Scooby Doo. I I've watched Scooby Doo thousands of times growing up. Just doesn't have the same uh, soul. No, you know. 
Yeah, I think I think yeah. Okay. It's the soul. Reading Rainbow advances. Yeah. Wow. Down goes Scooby Doo. I know. And then oh, take him out back, man. What are we going to do about this one here? Yeah. What are we going to do about Flintstones versus Ducktales? I'll t- I'll just put it out there. To me, Flintstones is very disposable. I know. Wow. Very disposable. That entire bracket up to this point, that whole offshoot. This is such an epic song. I think the real question is what do you do with DuckTales versus Reading Rainbow? I think that's the real question. It's a tough matchup. Is it that cl- Really? We're just putting DuckTales through? No, no even consideration for Flintstones. I love the Flintstones too, but I'm with I'm with Nick. It- I just think that branch has been the weakest branch of this whole bracket. From start starting with Batman, Spider Man, Flintstones, Magic School Bus, I, yeah. I just none of them really did it. For oh, me. I you mean, think, Flintstones, you think Flintstones was, had a weak path. I do. Okay. Flintstones was going to come out of that f- group of four, no matter what. Okay. Yeah. I, so I, I, I think the, this is the first real challenge the Flintstones is facing, and it is buckling under that. Yeah, it's, it's <laughs> it is an, buckling an, under the weight of Ducktales. It's an epic. Epic song to go the up behemoth against behemoth that is Ducktales. I, I mean, wow. what makes Ducktales too? And I, it's be, I have a visual element here because I'm playing the YouTube videos on my end. It's how it just opens up with the the three boys, you know, walking along to the beat of the music. Right. Does Scrooge McDuck jump in a yep pile of money in this as well? Yep. Like, let me be very clear. They put way more effort into making this children's show TV like theme song than they should have. Yeah. Oh, this yeah. is a real banger. Yeah, you know what? And also, maybe this shouldn't be the tiebreaker, but DuckTales, the theme, is like leaps and bounds better than the show. Whereas <laughs> Flintstones, the show, is actually better than well, the theme. Really, it's not that... Yeah, I agree that shouldn't be the tiebreaker, but I think what you're really trying to say is that we know for a fact there's no influence from the show seeping right. into. Right. Yeah, there is no bias. Yeah. yeah. Right. There's no bias. Um, I so love DuckTales, though, the show. It's not Flintstones, though. I, I don't. For, for me, the Mount Rushmore is Flintstones, Scooby-Doo, Looney Jetsons. Tunes, Jetsons. That's yeah. the Mount Rushmore. Man, I would put DuckTales in there besides Jetsons. Instead of Jetsons, I should. I say. don't think how you. I don't know how you could say that in good conscience. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, Tom and Jerry might get in. in there oh sure, over, uh, over Looney Tunes, I would say. No. no yeah. Looney, no Looney Tunes. Is, Looney Tunes is the king. There's no question. Undisputed champ. Undefeated champion. Actually. Yeah. All uh, right. Okay. Ducktales. It is. Yeah. Right. And then uh, here we go. Eighties, nineties, Fresh Prince. Versus Cheers. Ugh. All right. What do we do about this one, kids? That's a tough one. You know, the the closer we get to the center, the more difficult it should be. But I'm finding it's easier and easier for me. <laughs> <laughs> I really am. <laughs> I'm finding this to be so easy. Yeah, it's almost wow. like we made egregious decisions in the round before. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I just, I just know what I... At this point, I think I know what I want. And and what is that here? For here, it's Cheers. See, for me, I believe 
that the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air song is going to uh, historically be in you know, pop culture way longer than Cheers theme song. Well, yeah, but I don't think pop culture is the appropriate measure for quality. N- no, probably <laughs> not. But it's a- did it chart? Did the song chart, Rob? <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you something, Rob. Okay, Fresh Prince is a princely song. We are entering dukedom. Okay, <laughs> all right. The princes are bowing down. <sighs> I, I, to me, I, I think it's Fresh Prince. It's certainly more iconic for our generation. Yeah, but this is not the this, this is the eighties sitcoms. This is not the our generation sitcoms. Yeah. Yeah, we certainly showed no love towards friends. Um <laughs> fuck friends. Fuck friends. Fuck friends. We were more than kind to it, letting it yeah. advance the first round. Yeah. Versus it been out Dukes first of round. Hazard. Yeah, the Dukes of Hazard absolutely should have won. But the only that reason was definitely it did, me. It, yes, I was just gonna say it was too racist for Nick. <laughs> <laughs> The Dukes of Hazzard was too racist for Nick, so we had to put friends through. Here's what I will say. Although I love Cheers, Cheers sounds like a lot of other TV theme songs. Fresh Prince doesn't sound like any other theme song on the list. it doesn't. You're 100% right. There is no other song featuring rap in this bracket. No. Right? So, um, like, is there a huge difference between Cheers and the Mary Tyler Moore show? Is there a no. huge difference between Cheers and Perfect Strangers, for that matter? Not really. Fresh Prince is on an island by itself. So I think I'll use that as the tiebreaker, and I'll, and I'll say Fresh Prince. Okay. Um, it does feel a little chalky, though. feels like I'm <sighs> obligated to put it through, but I, I don't know. It, it feels to me like you're putting something through that's going to be a throwaway the next round. I don't think so. You don't think so? No. You think Fresh Prince has the chops to make it all the way to the final four? I think it should. It's a one seed. I think it should. Okay. Yeah. But who knows with this group? (laughs) (laughs) And uh, the final spot in the Elite Eight will either go to Perfect Strangers. Either. (laughs) Or Full House. It cannot be Full House or Family Matters because those two are the same song. (laughs) Wait, did we advance both Family Matters and Full Yes. House? We're calling it Family House. Okay. <laughs> full Matters. Full Matters. Full Matters is way better. I dig Full Matters. Yeah, but family, family House. Family House is way more generic. Like, just like the theme. You're right. You're right. It totally you gotta is. give it a name that goes along with What the should theme. we name this sitcom about a family in a house? <laughs> family House. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, Full Matters sounds like a Law and Order spinoff. It does. <laughs> dun, dun. <laughs> law and Order, Full Matters. Full Matters. Each no. year, there are cases that are very time-consuming for lawyers. <laughs> and take These up a lot of their mildly time. mildly inconvenient. <laughs> These are their stories. <laughs> and law then we just order, have like Full Matters. We just, we just have a 45-minute shot of a guy writing at a fucking desk. <laughs> No dialogue. <laughs> oh, oh shit. Okay. Family um, house. Uh so is the vote perfect strangers? Is yeah, that what I'm getting? Vote is perfect strangers. I, absolutely. Okay. I've been waiting to kill Full House off, off this fucking list. <laughs> there you goes Bob Saget. <laughs> Full oh, matters man. off the board. There goes Uncle Jesse. Um and All right, so is. we have our our final eight here, we have the Jeffersons versus Happy Days. Mm-hmm. All right, that's going to be tough. 
We have Matlock versus Hawaii Five O. That'll be easy. <laughs> I, I feel like you're already going through the bracket. Like, why are we stopping? Right. Yeah. I don't know why we're stopping. We have Reading Rainbow versus Ducktales. Oh. That'll be tough. And the Fresh Prince of Bel Air versus Perfect Strangers. Also yeah, easy. I think we stop here and let some people put, give some input. Yes, yeah. I agree. Uh, I think that's as good a tease as any. So, uh, yeah, hit us up on Twitter. Yeah. And uh, let us know which your choice would be in uh, in each quadrant. Um, and then the final four will be determined. And I guess we'll just go the whole way. We'll declare a winner on the next podcast. Yeah. Yep. We'll do it. So does that do it for us? And then? that song will obviously become the outro for the perpetuity of this show. I yes. wonder what it's going to be. Yeah, it's going to be. It's, it's probably the one that Rob already has saved on the soundboard, but, you know, I'm just taking a shot in the dark. <laughs> I should get DuckTales on here just for the fuck of it. <laughs> this right. is fun, guys. This is fun. We should bring our A-game more often. We should. This was awesome. <laughs> How can people get a hold of us? Let's let's give out our Twitter so people can tell us what to do in the bracket. You can find me at Tacky Slacks on Twitter and Instagram and I'm- Letterboxd and Goodreads. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. How many how many followers are you getting from Two Cents Radio on Goodreads? Oh, well, <laughs> you never know. Find me on Bumble. Um, <laughs> swipe away. Nobody's found you on Bumble. That's the I, fucking problem. I'm there at the bottom of the queue. I'm at the way way bottom. Uh, or just uh, tweet me at Funny Nico Tweets again. Yes, please do send us your feedback for the bracket, or if you just want to shit talk, Rob. Uh, I'm I'm always down for that. <laughs> I am Rob RFF on the Twitter. This was fun. Yes, it really was a good show. It's funny your computer didn't crap out. You know, it was a good show. It's funny your computer didn't take a shit. Yeah, I mean, any show where my computer doesn't crash <laughs> is a successful one. <laughs> All right, guys, thanks for listening. Have a good one. We will be back soon.